Do you remember that time that your dog fell down the stairs? A episode five. We we made it. We made it. Um, how are you feeling, Cola? I'm good. Um, it's gotten a little bit cooler out here in Los Angeles. Uh, how you doing, Anna? I don't know, dude. This everything sucks. Just yeah. everything's on fire, but we're you know, we're we're chugging chugging along. Um yeah. gonna have gonna have to extra practice my gratitude journaling later tonight because <laughs> a bitch is feeling uneasy. Yeah. A bitch is feeling uneasy. <laughs> hey, I'm gonna I know in our last episode we said we were gonna do protect the pasta at all costs on our first shirt, but I kinda wanna do a bitch is feeling uneasy. <laughs> Cause I kind of feel like that is more maybe appropriate for our brand. I mean, probably. I also would like to give a full disclosure that um, I am making a zucchini pie right now because I got really stressed. <laughs> I got oh really my stressed um, an hour before we started recording. And so I was like, I'm going to make something. And zucchini pie is one of my favorite things that my mom usually makes for me. And it's gluten-free. So there's like a gluten-free bisquick. So if anything, I could always post a recipe in our uh episode cliff notes if anybody else would like to you know eat their zucchini pie while i make mine for this episode. if if you also enjoy stress eating zucchini pie as i'm sure we all do because i can't think of a better thing to stress do you eat. know what zucchini pie is that's like a thing you know dude i'm italian my mom made zucchini pie all well, the time I don't, I don't know if it's like because a lot of people especially that i know that are italian sometimes don't know what i'm talking about Fucking white breads. All of you. All Good of you, nothing. white breads. White Good bread Italians. Nothings. Good for nothings, all of yous. <laughs> um, so we want to do our segment again that we did last time that I'm sure all of y'all enjoyed about uh, our Statue of Liberty feelings uh, and, the, and the Staten Island Ferry. Uh, but now we have a name for it, don't we? We do. It's called We Have Thoughts. We have some thoughts. We have some thoughts. Um, actually, I thought this just came to me. Um, I got asked a question this week that I thought this is definitely something oh we need to open the we have some thoughts with. What is the so we said like what is the quintessential, you know, New York F, like New York TV show, Friends, Seinfeld. Yeah. What is the quintessential iconic New York food? Pizza or bagel? Okay. I know. This is I don't know. I we might disagree on this as well since we couldn't agree on the Seinfeld friends thing. But or I'm the ferry s- or the ferry. Well, come on, the ferry's disgusting. People are gonna listen to this and hashtag, be like, "Are you all even friends?" Yeah. <laughs> hashtag ferry's disgusting. Get it trending for Anna. So. <laughs> so, here's my thing. I, as someone who, of course, now lives very far from New York, is the thing I crave most that I feel is the most quintessential New York food is a bagel. Uh, And let me tell you why, because the bagels out here in Los Angeles are garbage. Um, Unless there is one bagel truck out here that has, and I I don't know if the guys are from New York um, originally. Mm -hmm. I have actually not that done, done that much research, but they're called the yeasty boys. 
And they're the only good bagel in Los Angeles, in my personal opinion. But wait. I, I love the no, I love the the name. It's just not sitting well with me. Well, and I don't know why. can also imply other things that make people uncomfortable. Maybe, maybe that's why any women listening to this podcast or uh, anybody who's had a yeast infection will understand where I'm coming from right now. But go for it. Keep going. Okay. Well, so I say I say the bagel because, and I will tell you this, like clockwork, anytime I'm away from New York, whether it's since I moved or when I lived there and I would travel for work or, you know, fest or whatever else I was doing, um, you know, every time I'd come back, the first thing I would do, no matter what time of day it is, because of course we know we can get whatever we want at any time of day, mm-hmm. is I would go to my bodega and I would order a bacon an egg on a toasted bagel. So no matter where I'm coming from, when I'm coming back to New York, that's the first thing I want. Pizza Mm -hmm. is very good. And New York pizza is iconic and nothing's going to beat a dollar slice, whether you're just running somewhere and you need something quick and cheap to eat or if you're hungover and it's going to probably save your life. Um, or if you're drunk and it's probably going to save your life. Um, but I would say I've, had pizza elsewhere that I'm like, yeah, it's not as good as New York pizza, but it's pizza that what's that phrase? Pizza's like sex. Like even when it's bad, it's still kind of good. But at the same time, I don't know what kind of sex the person's having. That's saying that phrase. I would argue whoever said that is probably a man. Yeah. I was going to say 100% (laughs) because I don't know when I've had some bad sex, it's just bad. So Oh, wait, NSF, nope, NSFP, not suitable for parents. We promised our parents that we would put the label on an episode. I told you, oh, I didn't tell you, I told, so I told my dad, we're podcasting, (laughs) and uh, he is so thrilled. Oh, Um, thank God. Yeah, I got a little nervous, but then he's like, what, I actually want to listen to it? And I went, "Mm, I don't know, maybe. And he was like, all right, well, if there's anything I wouldn't want to hear you say, just let me know ahead of time. So we promised our dads. We would say if when it's NSFP, right? Am I saying that right? Not suitable for parents. Um, yeah, we'll have to remember to put that in the the episode notes as well, along with my zucchini pie recipe. Um, <laughs> this is this episode not only includes a recipe for zucchini pie, but also a very good talk on sex education. Correct. So okay, so sex. Yes, when anytime you've had some bad sex, go ahead. It's just not as good as bad pizza. Like I, okay. So let me tell you, actually, this is very fitting because last weekend, my girlfriend and I not, did not have bad sex. We have, that's yeah. But I had a very bad pizza. I had, we went, I know I, so I had to, I just realized as I started that sentence, what that was going to sound like. That is not the case. Um, This is about bad pizza. Uh, so we usually will order from blaze pizza out here, which is normally pretty good. Um, and I've switched up my diet a little bit, uh, because I, you know, trying to do what my doctor says now, instead of doing whatever I want. Um, and, uh, I ordered like a gluten-free pizza and they look like, and with everything, it was just a regular pizza. Otherwise I didn't get anything on it. And they just fucking roasted the shit out of it. Like when I received it, it was paper thin and the cheese was like burnt beyond repair on the surface. And it was just, and I, of course I'm a monster. So I fucking ate the whole thing, but (laughs) I had no fucking soul. So it was a pretty bad pizza. Um, (laughs) Yeah. 
So, um, anyway. I'm actually, <laughs> hot take here. I'm actually going to agree with you. Yes, um, agreement. I know. I know. I, I know. I actually do agree with you here. And I think it's because, so, uh, as you all know, I, I am in Connecticut, and I've recently learned that New Haven is referred to as the pizza capital of the world. Although there's actually some place in, in Pennsylvania that's technically labeled the pizza capital of the world, but that's bold of them to state. I know it's, it's, we, we give it to them, you know, like you're, you're Thomas the training it, right? Like, I think I can't, oh wait, that's not the Thomas the train. Is it? I think I can. I think I can. That's the little engine that could. Thomas, was, that creepy, that could. Thomas was the creepy fucking train with a face. Yeah. 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 Okay. So they're a little engine that couldn't it would. So that's what their that's what their that's what their confidence is all about right now. So we give it to the little place in Pennsylvania. Shout out to them. Uh, uh, but it's actually Connecticut. So to me, I'm like, okay, while New York might have you know has it as, as its icon, I would agree that a bagel is is the New York thing. And by that I mean, if so, yes, I'm also gluten free. And one of my favorite things to say is, you know, there's Russian roulette. Uh, Italian Russian roulette is being gluten free and allergic to gluten when your when your grandmother doesn't fucking know what the word gluten actually means. Um, so you just you just really eat it and pray to God it's not going to make you sick. Uh, and if it's my last day on Earth, right, and I'm like going out tomorrow, I am walking my ass. I'm going back to New York. I'm walking my ass to my little like bodega and I'm getting a coffee and a toasted bagel with cream Ugh. cheese. And I'm here's here's actually an interesting thing. The better the bagel, the less likely you need it toasted. Right? Like that yes. is that is the best that is the best fact about a bagel. The better the bagel, you don't need it toasted. But oh my God. That is I, it's so funny that you said that because I've always thought that and I don't think we've ever actually discussed this. So I'm happy to hear you say this. Really? I yeah. I personally just like, I, I think when people say things need, like a bagel needs to be toasted, I'm like, you're definitely not from New York. Like that is such bullshit. It doesn't need to be. No, no, no. But I like, so when I, especially, so I said, I want coffee with it. Right. So if I'm getting like my coffee and I want my bagel toasted, it's because I love the taste of the, this is going to sound so gross to people, the warm cream cheese with the flavor of the coffee. Ugh. As opposed to the cold cream cheese. So that's why I would do it. But, oh, or like an everything bagel toasted with cream cheese. Mm. Here's here's my question. Do you take your coffee black? Depending on where I am. Okay. Yeah. I would say that most New Yorkers would say they take their coffee black. And I that's yeah. the only way I drink my coffee. It's definitely the only way I drink my espresso. Uh, yeah. On occasion. Well, Italians yes. say that coffee, the espresso needs to be black. Yeah. Right. On occasion, I will put like almond milk in it if it's mm-hmm. if I'm having a second or third coffee of the day mm-hmm. uh, and I want to cut it a little bit. <laughs> with, but uh, a, a nice black coffee and it doesn't even have to be like any of these fancy brands like it's the shitty brand that the bodega has, but it's so good with the bagel yeah. that yeah. it just like it doesn't matter. Oh, God. Anna, you got me like craving this now. I'm not gonna be able to have one until next year. <laughs> I, I so fucking I can't ever have one ever because gluten-free bagels so that's the other thing a gluten-free pizza you can actually find some really good quality gluten-free pizzas you cannot find a good gluten-free bagel that shit yeah. is disgusting get the fuck out of my face it's gross so to me 
it just kind of like shows you how rare, right? Like how much better and more, more iconic it is to something like that is New York, right? If we talk about the essence of New York being something you can't really describe or get anywhere else, then to me, that is the bagel. Um, that's the bagel. Yeah, that is the bagel. And some, oh, some people good. will, uh, import, I, there was, uh, it was a pizza place, not a bagel place, but I forgot where I, I saw this on the travel channel like years ago. Uh, but they would import the water from New York to make their pizza yep. because they will. And that made a difference. Once again, circling back to the best fucking tap water on the planet. That's right. No thick water here. So <laughs> also, also uh, going back to the, to the coffee thing, I will drink my coffee black if it's in like a, this is like, I'm, I wouldn't say I'm like a bougie human, but like if there is one thing bougie about me is I love a good like little coffee shop. Mm -hmm. Um, so if I know the coffee shop is like really like takes pride in like what they're brewing and what they have, then I'll take my coffee black. But if I'm going to like Dunkin' Donuts or like a Starbucks, I'll probably get like the shot of almond milk or something like that because I'm not really trying to, I don't know. Like I I don't want to chance it, especially right. Because we know that where the, the coffee falls in the pot tastes different in like a Dunkin' Donuts or Starbucks. Do you know what I'm talking about? Like if it's, yeah if it was just freshly brewed versus like it's been sitting there for a little while and it's the bottom of the yeah. pot. Versus the top. So you don't really get that in like a, a coffee shop. So I'll more likely to take it black from like a little place, a hole in the wall versus like a Dunkin' Donuts or a Starbucks. People always the- tell me not to drink coffee on an airplane, but I'm that bitch that does it anyway. Why? Because of the Foo Fighters video where it was actually, no. No, Anybody? I didn't know. Le- I do- Learn to fly. They- Oh, I love that song and that video. It's funny, but I, uh, is that why? No, it's something about like, again, like the, the, how it's like all like recycled, like water or some shit. I don't know. It's just basically not good. Apparently like they don't change it out very often, but I'm like, I have a very specific routine when I'm flying cross country. And that includes when I'm, I always take a red eye out of California so I can arrive in New York, uh, when the sun is rising so I can watch the sunrise as I fly into New York. And that includes having a coffee when my Dramamine eventually wears off and I wake up. (laughs) That is important. That is important. Um, Uh, So yeah, I I, I got asked that question. I got asked a a That's a good one. I know, right? Like pizza pizza or bagel. I was like, oh shit, Cole and I definitely need to talk about this. Um, But yeah. So that's what we had some thoughts on. (laughs) That's what we had some thoughts on. There was also the, what do you think of Seinfeld's response to if New York is dead? I loved it. Uh, I have a subscription to the Times because I need to read Seinfeld's opinion piece. And it wasn't very long. It was pretty short. Uh, But he said everything that, you know, and again, it was just like, I just kept thinking, it was like, exactly, again, why Seinfeld is the quintessential New York show. Uh, Mr. Seinfeld stepped the fuck up and, uh, you know, defended our home. Um, I thought it was great. You know, he basically just you know, kind of said, like, it's always just going to be there, you know, like, which is the obvious, but, like, some people are stupid. Um, they are. I don't know. I liked it. I thought it was great. He, I love that he kind of, like, so he, for those who didn't read it and those who don't know, even Seinfeld's humor, he kind of, like, shits on the, pers- like, the the other parts of like how you and I kind of talked about it. Like, yeah, you could fucking go wherever you want to go. Like we're still going to be here forever, but he doesn't in this way that it feels like he's about to insult New York, 
but yeah. actually winds up insulting the thing. Like he'll he, like it sounds like oh, okay, he's agreeing with them, he's agreeing with them, he's agreeing with them. But then all of a sudden, he's like, yeah, that yeah, fuck you. Like um, he, I'm trying to find the quote. Um, I know goes, I'm not trying. He says, you ever wonder why Silicon Valley even exists? I've always wondered. Why do these people all live and work in that location? They all have this insane, they all they have all this insane technology. Why don't they all just spread out wherever they want to be and connect with their devices? Because it doesn't work. That's why. And it's one of the things that, you know, the art the original article talked about was that we don't need to all be in one place, right? Or like you can go wherever you want, right? But so he's saying it doesn't work. It yeah. doesn't work. You want to be in one place. You want a place that, you know, feels like home or, or it is one centrally located thing to you. And so he's saying people, your, your concept for why people are leaving New York is because they don't have to be here. Well, that's great, but it, that does also doesn't work for everybody. And there's still people right. who need to be here in New York because it, it's a part of them. Yeah. He had a great quote. I finally was able to pull up the article. Uh, the stupid virus will give up eventually the same way you have. We're going to keep going with New York City if that's all right with you. And as and it sure as hell will be back because of all the real tough New Yorkers who, unlike you, loved it, understood it, and stayed and rebuilt it. See you at the club. <laughs> yeah. Or the part the right before he says, the stupid virus will eventually give up the same way you have. Like, yeah, that's you the You gave up on her. Yeah, you gave up on her. That's, we haven't though. And yeah, I, I personally... I thought it was a good response. I just always love that you feel like he's about to insult or he's about to uh, agree with you. And then he like, kind of like gives you the jab and you're like, huh, all right. He swerves. <laughs> yep. He's, he really is. He's awesome. Um, any other, any other thoughts that we had this week? Do we have some thoughts? No, I think those, oh, well, okay. By the time this airs, it will be passed, but uh, mm-hmm. it's our best friend Kristen's birthday on uh, the 28th. Uh, and so we wanted to give her a birthday shout out. We did. Happy birthday, K thugs. That's T H U G S capital Z lowercase Z S. Kristen, I just want you to know that Anna insisted on addressing you in this way. And yeah, (laughs) it's, it's, it was her for, for our listeners who don't know her. Um, it was her aim screen name when we were in like the sixth grade. Uh, and ever since then, right. And so when your aim back then, especially obviously the nineties kids know all about it, but I feel like with New York, you had to have something like edgy to your name so that like people didn't like fuck with you, right. Anything to, to make you look cool in the name of Brooklyn. And so hers was K thugs. And if you actually met our best friend, Kristen, you would know there is quite literally nothing like thuggy about her or literally nothing, literally nothing. So it's just funny. Like there was a time where that was her name and I've told her, I will always refer to her as that in a, in a public setting just to really kind of like shame her for who she was in the sixth grade. So yeah. Happy birthday, K-Thugs. We love you. And in your honor, in your honor, we are going to share one of our favorite shared memories of you being your quintessential self. Yes. Just to be clear, we couldn't figure out one that we liked the best because there's so many. Uh, But this was one that always makes us both laugh when we think about it. And you just being you caused it. Um, 
So we're just going to talk about that for a minute. And don't worry, nope. you're not going to get in trouble with the authorities. So it's fine. <laughs> yeah, one of the few stories. Sorry, dads. Um, this isn't that bad. <laughs> no, no, that's what I'm saying. One of the few stories you wouldn't get in trouble. Oh, yeah, yeah, we didn't yeah. Do, we didn't do anything that bad this one time. So sorry to our dads for kind of low-key shelling us out for all the other times we did. Uh, <laughs> All right, so it was New Year's Eve. <laughs> she already hates it. I can hear her from yep. here. It was, it was New Year's Eve 2014. 14? I was going to say 13, but 14 sounds Thir- correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry. 13 into 14, right? I'm pretty sure it was 13. No, no. I'm pretty sure it was 12 into 13. Oh, I was, okay. I was, I was working. Like, I was out of... I was not at Penn State yet. Right. Okay. So 12 into 13. Wow. That was a long time ago. Um, So we, I was, she, she decided to throw a new year's Eve party. Cole and I attended. As we, as we were apt to do. Yep. And uh, so it was, uh, we were, you know, we were of age. So we were both, all of us were 21 at the time. And our, we all decided we were going to sleep over, right? Like it became like a, no one should drive home. You know, it's new year's Eve, especially in New York. Cops are always out. Also it's, we should mention we were in a house in Staten Island and Staten Island's not as accessible as the other boroughs. You can't just really hop on a train and go back home. So just another reason. That wasn't really a thing. So we're just like, all right, we're just going to sleep here for the night. I think a bunch of people said, thought that would be a smart idea. Again, we're responsible um so uh you know ball drops happy new year everybody's partying everyone's having a good time comes to that time of the night where we're all getting ready to go to bed and i guess Kristen decided in um her post new year's inebriated state as we all were (laughs) that it was too warm in the house um so anna and i well, keep well, in mind, I should, it snowed. It snowed that. It did night. snow. You're right. It did snow. It was. It had started to snow. Um. So it was snowing. So it was definitely cold. Pretty cold for it to be snowing. Um. And so everyone decided to sleep. I think downstairs. And Anna, you and I said, okay, we're gonna go in the room upstairs because I don't know about you, but I'm like, I don't like sleeping on top of like 50 other people. Yeah. So we go besides- upstairs. Hold up. Besides, as best friends to the person throwing the party, we got precedent of an actual fucking bedroom. Okay. Oh, hell yeah. We were, we were like, yeah. <laughs> but I don't know if this is because we were drunk, but I slept on the floor with a blanket um, instead of the beds that were in the room. Well, it was like a weird bunk bed. And I think, honestly, I think we were just way too fucked up to even try to situate ourselves on any type of loft right. Situation. anyway but the point is and even if you're like okay cola that's dumb you slept on the floor yeah but don't forget the house was warm because it's got heat um yes. but Kristen decided it was too warm i guess and we were totally comfortable going to sleep on the floor in those spots we picked and yeah. then we had we blankets up, yes we had very comfortable blankets and when we, when we woke up though at six in the morning i was shivering Oh and God. so was Anna. And it. I put my hand by the radiator and there is no heat coming up and there is a blanket of snow outside. We might as well have slept outdoors. This asshole turned off the fucking heat in the middle of a snowstorm. Like, 
who does that? Because she was drunk and overheated. So I remember looking up at Cola. It was like, you know, when I feel like everybody has one of these moments with their friends where you kind of just like look up at each other and in a moment of sheer like panic or like a help me situation. And I just looked at her and I was like, Cola, come here. Like just to (laughs) give me her body heat because I was so cold and I was like, please cuddle me. I'm freezing. And we essentially like maybe slept for another 15 minutes trying to exchange body heat. It didn't work, but TLDR, we got fucking bronchitis. That's how we brought in 2013. Uh, we had fevers the moment we woke up and <laughs> we went downstairs and we're just like, why is it so fucking cold in this house? And she, of course, is like, I turned off the heat last night. It was hot. <laughs> in her like, oh, right. People were here. Like she forgot that she had a house full of people. This girl dead ass thought it was just herself that she was impacting and not all of these guests that she invited. One would say she was not the hostess with the fucking hostess. <laughs> she was a, a terrible host. But we all woke we up with her. frostbite and bronchitis. Happy fucking well, yeah. <laughs> well, then you drove me home and I just remember getting home and I had a fever and my mom was like, what the fuck? <laughs> I know I sat on the couch and my dad was like, what are you hungover? And I was like, yeah, but also I think I might have the plague, which I like, honestly, that didn't feel like bronchitis. I remember I went to the doctor and I was like, I just do not feel well. And they're like, I hey, got a little bit of a chest cold. And I was like, I feel like I might be dying. Like I couldn't get out of bed. So, Kristen, what we're really saying here is thank you because we think we're both immune to the coronavirus because you gave it to <laughs> us in 2013. You're so kind. Thanks. Thanks, Kate. But, Thug. You're no, real. seriously, though, that's that's like a funny story to us. But like, we love you. And we hope you're having we we hope you had an amazing birthday because it's going to come out after the fact. So yeah. Um, and yeah, yeah, we love you very, very much. Thank you for tolerating us for all of these years. Oh, that was sweet. It was, wasn't it? Um, <laughs> okay, so Cola, this yeah. week, we are mm-hmm. discussing the language of New York City. I so love it. We all we got some words for you that we thought, uh, you know, people ask us a lot when we say them what the fuck we're actually saying. So um, New York, while obviously it has a lot of its own culture, New York City especially, we also have our own language. And the words we say and, the, and the, the things we say to each other, a lot of people do not understand. So we're going to run through uh, Cola. I'm going to we're, we're going to define it for you. Um, and then we're going to try to use it in a sentence for you as if this was like a spelling bee of some sorts, because why the fuck not? Yeah, it's great. I love it. So what do we want to start with? What's what's okay. on the top of the list? Well, okay, should- so this is sorry. Go ahead. No, no, go ahead. I want to see what you pick. My so this is probably my favorite one is Johnny Pump. That's your favorite? That's my favorite. So here's why because I didn't know until maybe two years ago that it is not what other people say. What do other people say it is? Uh okay, so a Johnny Pump is a fire hydrant. Yes. But we call it a Johnny Pump or Pump. And I didn't learn that until two years ago when I said to someone park by the pump and they are not from New York and uh which is technically the way I'm using it in a sentence is park by the pump 
since Wait, there's no that, spots on the block. Can, can I just tell you that that was the sentence I was going to use, like, when my dad screams at me, you park by the fucking pump! Because <laughs> um, there was no fucking spots on the block. Right. Um, typical, typical Brooklyn. And they said, where do you want me to park? And I said, by the pump. And they were like, what the fuck are you talking about? And I was like, the Johnny pump. And they were like, it was like one of those like like who's on first situations. They're like, what the fuck are you talking about? And I was like, who's Johnny? <laughs> they're like, I'm like the thing that the water comes out of. And they're like, the fire hydrant. And I was like, oh yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, that's a Johnny pump. The definition he, is actually I, a fire hydrant. And the sentence is park by the Johnny pump. There's no fucking spots on the block. Uh, I was gonna say you park by that pump, you're gonna get a ticket. All that too. Uh, that is that is true. Do, yeah, that's bad advice. Don't don't uh, park by the. You're gonna get a ticket, or some fucking person's gonna try and come down the block and get pissed that your car's in the way and just fucking like scrape it the fuck up as they try to go down the block anyway. Which I also learned about maybe five or six years ago now that it is not proper etiquette to like key someone's car or slash their tire or leave a nasty note. If they have done something with their car that offends you, like parking, like in front of your driveway or block your driveway. Anna, have you been like slashing people's tires for like the past decade? (laughs) No, but so again, when I went to Penn state for my master's, obviously there's not a whole lot of people from Brooklyn out there and a bunch of my, like really good friends uh we were going out one night and one of them said like oh you know I can't leave someone's blocking my driveway and I was like oh you're gonna like you know key their car leave a note and they were like they're like from like Idaho and she was like what the fuck is wrong with you and I was like what do you mean that's like you know they shouldn't have done that and she's like I know that is what is the like like literally and I was like looking around at like my other friends and they're all from like Texas and they're like I was like right guys like this is normal and they're like no you're not fucking normal so uh also learned that a little while ago too but yeah don't don't park by a Johnny pump what's your uh what's your next one um I'm gonna say brick because it's one of my favorite ones and I don't get to use it anymore because it's never brick outside in California uh (laughs) So brick, when we, that word is not only the, a brick, which of course we all know what a brick is, makes houses used as a weapon if you're a mafioso (laughs) or a cartoon mafioso. Um, But uh, when we say it's brick, we mean it's beyond fucking cold outside. So typically the most common sentence that at least I used to use with it is uh it's fucking brick outside that is like beyond uncomfortable beyond cold like you got your tims on your winter jacket and your toes are still somehow cold like it's it's just insane well and also the way i've always referenced it when i because i've had people say to me like well why is it called brick and i always thought about it and i'm like well, because you only use the term brick when you have like, you know, the wind is so fucking cold that like there's like tears in your eyes and you're like, they're streaming yes. down your face because you can't blink. So I'm like, it essentially feels like you're going up against a brick wall while you're trying to walk and it's beating the shit out of you. Yeah. That's so a good explanation for it. Yeah. I like to create a little visual with my Brooklyn. I like my Brooklyn it. Terms. 
Thank I you. like it. So remember, kids, it's fucking brick outside. <laughs> fucking brick outside. Um, okay, so the next one, this is honestly, they're probably all my favorite. I just like love these words because they just make me feel at home when I use them, especially when I'm meeting other people that are from New York that also know what I'm saying. It feels like we have our own little secret language. Uh, but dead ass. Dead ass is one of the dead most ass. I mean, it's like one of the most versatile words. It's a question, it is a statement, right? Like dead mm-hmm. ass or dead ass um or like a like a proclamation of some sort like i'm dead ass serious um so typically the term i guess if you had to define it is it's just a statement of like a affirmation right like like a validation or an affirmation so yeah it's you're saying it like i'm dead ass right now like you are so serious but also like dead ass like are you for real and when you say dead ass as the response, it's yes, I'm so serious. Yeah. So I think that's, I think used in a sentence, I just used three of them for you. Uh, <laughs> it is, it is very versatile. It is like, I don't know. I, I say it all of the time and I, yeah, I just, I think it's probably, maybe that's actually more of my favorite than Johnny Pump. Dead ass. Yeah. I feel like you use that a lot. I, it's funny I because I, don't feel like I don't use that one as much anymore because, and this is something that I, I feel is very true. Like I've been away from New York for a little bit now. So, uh, you know, you lose all those little like nuances and I'm glad we're doing this episode. Cause like when I talk to you or like Kristen or somebody from home, like, uh, you know, then it's like easy to like kind of slip back into that. And then like a couple days later, I'll catch myself doing it with other people Like you can tell that like I have been talking to you consistently now for several weeks because I've started doing this thing again where I'm like, okay, so this, this is going to sound bad, but do you just think, I feel like you do it and I feel like Kristen does it, but we're like, this bitch doesn't know what she's doing. And it's just like, I don't always, I don't mean it in like a, it's like, I feel like that's a very New York thing. I know it's not on our list, but I was just thinking about that because it is now be like kind of made its way back into my vernacular. And I'm like, oh, I know why this is the case. Because I feel like when the three of us are together, it's like, this bitch can't even drive. Look what she like. I do feel like, or like. like and it could be, it could be used for a man as well. Like it's okay, just an yeah. expression. I was going to say, I feel like even just like referencing someone beside you and judging what they're doing. Like I said, like, look at this motherfucker over here. Like, yeah. You don't necessarily have to do like the bitch, but like this motherfucker like yeah just calling somebody out for for what they're doing is very much like i don't know and like judging them for it and then acting as if what they're doing is imposing on your life in some sort of way beyond yes. like merely an inconvenience yeah this bitch and this motherfucker are definitely very interchangeable for sure and i've definitely been doing both a lot more recently since we've been doing this so is your girlfriend um, like what is the matter with you she started saying it too. It's really cute. Oh, we're I making know. her a little New Yorker in some way. <laughs> but, you know, you're always welcome to come join us. Yes, yes, in yes. In the big old apple. Well, I was going to take her this summer. We were going to go. We we're going to come visit for a little while because I'm always there in the winter when I'm home for Christmas. But I figured it would have been nice to come home. Fucking coronavirus. This motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> this bitch miss rona this miss rona this bitch <laughs> um 
I love that I'm like bringing the New York back out in you. Yeah, it's great. I'm happy, happy, happy to be your. Bed also, like you, you happen to, and this is a little. We're going on a little tangent right now, but you also like hit me up at a time like when I like first started feeling really homesick out here, like recently. Um, where like I felt like sometimes I and don't get me wrong, I love all the people I've met out here. I love all of my friends out here. They're fucking awesome. But sometimes I'm like hyper aware that I have grown up like with different values and in a different mindset. And like, and I I feel very like not LA, you know, like, Mm. and uh, it is just like, and like, I will say something or I'll do something and I'll be like, well, that's not like really cool or that's not, you know, and I'm just like, oh, but this is just like, I'm not actually mad. Like, this is just like how like, I behave as like, a, oh, in my mind, I'm like uh, how I'm behaving like as my New York response to it, you know, like, and then you mm-hmm. called me and I don't think we ever talked about this. I never said this to you, but you called me that day, just like on a happens chance thing, like happenstance, whatever that word is. But, uh, you know, and you've just like, you just, even just hearing you say like this motherfucker or like, you know, like just talking in that way that I'm just like, Oh God, I, there's nothing wrong with me. Like I, you know, like, um, there is nothing you know. wrong with you. I will 100% affirm that for you. No, um, I know. And I know that. I just like, uh, you know, it was just refreshing to hear someone from home. I guess I just really needed, you know, because I sometimes will feel very out of sorts in LA. And LA's got its nice things too, but that's, you know, it's just not the same. I um, I would just like to point out that there's no such thing as a coincidence. And I clearly called you that day for a reason. Five episodes later, baby. I know, right? Look at us content creators. Content. Give me that content. <laughs> um, all right. What about which? Okay. I'll let you pick the next one. Oh, uh, let me see. Uh, let me see. Oh, I'm going to go with stoop because I feel like I, okay. So one of the things I started doing, uh, I started doing this on Twitter. I'm not on like, I taking a little Twitter break right now. But I used to get, uh, I was, was sports writing for a hot minute when I first moved out here to like make a little extra money. And mm-hmm. um, I got a lot of like middle-aged, like white dudes following me on Twitter and they have some thoughts themselves, let me tell you, on the things what? that I write. Well, white men obviously. have thoughts on your, <laughs> on the things you as a woman write stuff. Anyway, so um what I started to do because like, I don't engage in like internet fights. I think that's fucking stupid. Um, you know, just because I'm like, well, say it to my face. Like you wouldn't. So, um, so what I would start to do because I thought it was so funny to me and a little bit disarming. I'd be like, if someone, some dude came at me and like my mentions about like an opinion I wrote or like some stats I quoted or whatever it was, I would just reply to him going, get off my stoop. (laughs) every single time because to me that's almost like the equivalent of like fuck off or like hop off you know like it's just like what is your problem like get off my stoop you know um the stoop is iconic i feel uh if you grew up in brooklyn or anywhere in the new york city five boroughs all any of that area um because the stoop is like everything happens on the stoop. Like there were nights where we would just like, if I wanted to hang out with my friends, we would just go to somebody's yep. stoop and sit yep. on the stoop and like chat and have food. And like, it's just, it's a nice summer night. What are we doing? We're hanging out on the stoop. We're not doing anything. 
Yeah, you wait for the ice cream truck, Mr. Softy. You wait for Mr. Softy. Yeah, that's And then that's where you eat it because you're a fucking hot mess and your mother will yell at you for eating ice cream in the house when you can just drip on the stoop and it's not in the house. Um, I also think about this a lot too. I personally am quite the mess. Like I've tripped up steps. I have obviously fallen down some steps. Oh, God. But I have never eaten shit on a stoop and that's how I know they're a real one. Uh, I I have. I, I I tripped up my stoop. Oh, no such thing as a coincidence. Again, the stoop would never do me like that. A stoop would never. I don't think, I'm going to say it wasn't the stoop's fault. I was running home because as usual, I was late for curfew and <laughs> I had three steps and I tripped immediately. Um, and I landed on my flip phone, which was attached to my belt <laughs> and I cracked the front screen. Then I got in trouble for not only breaking curfew, but for breaking the phone that my parents paid money for. <laughs> oh, man. It was also probably my fault. Sorry, Mr. Cola. I don't um, think... Oh, maybe. <laughs> there's a good chance it was my fault. It's okay. Sorry, um, Mr. Cola. Okay, so a stoop is essentially, yeah, just like the... like. I, I get made fun of this for quite a bit because I will always... Anytime I look at a house now, I always go, I, I, need, I need a good porch on that bad boy. Right? Like I love a good porch and I yeah. often wonder if it's because I'm a stoop kid. So yeah, like a house without a porch to me is the dumbest thing in the entire world. Like, where are you going to sit and hang out with your friends and talk? Like, right. Although places don't really have ice cream trucks the, the way we ran after Mr. Softy. Um, I would say sometimes if my, like my sister would often say like, if she was, you know, a few steps under on her Fitbit or something like that, she'll be like, she'll be like, yeah. The ice cream truck should be here in a few, right? I'll go run after him and get there. <laughs> so That's it's funny. just, it's, yeah. So also for those who have watched Hey Arnold, Stoop Kid Never Leaves His Stoop. That is probably, honestly, probably one of the more accurate stereotypes because I can tell you, at least from my block, they weren't kids. They were really more like grandmothers and yeah. like older women that just would sit on their their fucking stoop and watch their entire block. They knew everything and anything. Uh, so yeah, I I do love that one. Um, hmm. Oh my gosh, this is hard. Uh, all right, let's go bodegas. We we've kind of referenced Ugh, them. The we've best. referenced them, but so bodegas is just uh, what is it? Spanish for like market, like a grocery store, or like a little shop. Yeah. Um. But a bodega is your corner convenience store that you walk to. They sell a variety of things from gum, magazines, to rice, ice cream, like any like random shit, even to like aluminum pans. Like I remember my mom would be like baking something and need like a muffin tin and CVS or or Rite Aid was closed. And she'd be like, oh, let's go to the bodega. Um, Like I'm sure they'll have it. So they had like everything you can imagine, like inflatables to like slushies such like a random assortment um but bodegas are yeah usually corner stores um used in a sentence we've used it a few times but i'm hungry as fuck let's go to the bodega for an arizona and bacon egg and cheese yeah that's usually what i bodegas have saved my life um on multiple occasions i feel I, the best are the 24 hour ones, obviously, because you know where your girl's going immediately. Um, but the, I would, yeah, the bacon, egg and cheese thing, bodegas will often also have hot food and not just like breakfast. Mm -hmm. Like, and if you're really chill and cool with your bodega guys, sometimes they'll make you breakfast anyway on like the off hour, like, uh, but they'll do like mozzarella sticks. They'll do like burgers. 
Um, they'll they'll do a bunch of stuff. So it's like a good place. Some of them in like in Manhattan proper will have like even like a little produce section if you're on like maybe yeah. like the Upper West Side or the Upper East Side. I still consider those bodegas because they have everything a bodega has. They're just a little uh, little more upscale, but uh, a bodega nonetheless. They sell some what? flowers. They sell, they sell flowers. flowers. Yeah, they, they're and great. You're, and your scratchies, your lottos. Gotta get the scratchies. Um, mm-hmm. And then like, I've always become very good friends with my bodega guy. Uh, and when I lived in Queens, um, I was real good friends with the guy that uh, ran the 24-hour bodega right downstairs from my apartment. And again, saved my life on multiple occasions. Um, you know, he, he was just the best. He would like, you know, we'd have like casual conversation. He would ask, uh, one time I came home really late and I got, of course, had to get a bacon, egg and cheese. And he was like, you know, be careful. There's people, you know, hanging out at the club down the block being wild. Like they think they Mm -hmm. have guns or whatever. Um, you know, he was just the nicest fucking guy. And like, really, I felt like looked out for, you know, for me and my friends that, you know, lived in the apartment. It was just nice. Like it's, it's that. a very interesting, um, you know, and to the point where even the boat, so that was where I lived in Queens, but there was a bodega by my house where I grew up in Brooklyn. Let me tell you, after being in LA for like, at the time was two years, I went back into that bodega cause my parents had picked me up from the airport and that man fucking remembered me i hadn't seen him in years and he was like where have you been i haven't seen you in forever and i was like i moved to california a couple years ago and he's like oh my god and so that just goes to show very special place in my heart for bodegas for the people that run bodegas y'all are wonderful yeah i love that so fucking much what a a cute little new york romantic story you just sold up well romantic in the sense of like new york not like you and that man but that is so cute Hey, he was a great guy to the point where like, he like knew my father, like he knows my dad would come in on Saturday and get his paper in a Manhattan special. Oh, yo, if anyone out there knows how I can get a Manhattan special in California, please let me know because your girl has been craving one for months. My dad literally loves those. I used to drink. I used to take sips out of his because they were just so so fucking crack. Um, Okay. So. I would say these next three can all be kind of used interchangeably, like dumb, OD, and mad. Mm-hmm. They're yes. all kind of like another way of saying like extra slash very, right? So like you would say like that girl is like, or I want it. This is like the first thing that came to my mind, but like that girl is dumb thick, right? Like two <laughs> C's, like very dick, very dick, very thick. <laughs> Um, very thick, uh, or like that dude is mad dumb. Yeah. Or yeah. Yeah. You could also say it that way too, but like, you can also say like, like you're going mad hard right now. Like you're going extra, (laughs) you're going very hard. Like it's, it's also then, and also same for OD, like, bro, like you're being OD right now. Like you're like, you're doing the most, like you're going over the top. You're very extra. You're, you're very, like, very, very, um, I will still use mad. I love like, mad. Oh my God. Same. Like I use it all of the time. Like I'll be like, I'll be like, that kid is mad good at what he's doing right now. <laughs> and like, or like, like my students, I said it in a meeting. I was like, I was like, damn, that kid is mad good at commanding a room. And they were like, who mad? 
They were like, he doesn't seem angry. I'm like, no, no. <laughs> you know, I, uh, I said it the other day again, because we've been having more frequent interactions and I said it and it almost came out of my mouth in slow motion. Cause I was like, why am I using this word again? <laughs> um, but but um, I love it. It was definitely one of my favorites to use growing up. And I realized out here in LA, they, because I, when I've said it, people are like, what? Um, they have hella. So that's like, they're mad. And that's how I know that, maybe not necessarily LA specifically, but it's like a West Coast is hella. It's like something's mm-hmm. mad good in New York. It's hella good in uh, LA. I was just going to ask you that. Yeah. I was just going to ask, isn't it hella good in California or like hella? Hella good, yeah. But uh, let's be honest, mad is better because it sounds like, I don't know, I'm just used to mad. Is that zucchini pie mad good? Because it looks mad good. Honestly, dude, this is, I went OD, it's delicious. I went OD, it's delicious. It's delicious. Damn. Um, Okay, you pick the next Okay, I'm going to do one of my favorite because this one I use legit all the time. I've never stopped using this one is fuck out of here. Like <clears throat> that is my favorite uh, New York. I might have said that to you before this episode. What? I think I said that to you before this episode. Like, yeah, fuck it's my here. my favorite expression because it can be it's just like used for like like extreme disbelief and it just adds so much emphasis that like feels appropriate in some situations in my situations I, I guess they're all situations but like anytime like someone says something to me that I'm like not okay with or I'm like no that's not happening or there's no way that's a thing like fuck out of here is like the perfect it's just the perfect exclamation for it it's the perfect exclamation point I feel like I use it when I feel like I'm being disrespected. Yeah. And I'm trying to lay down the boundary with someone, right? Where it's like, you think that I'm just going to let you talk to me this way? Fuck out of here. Like, you got yeah. another thing coming. Um, yeah, I use it a lot with, like, <laughs> honestly, with men that are annoying me. Yeah, um, that's a good way to use it. Yeah, or honestly, like in casual conversations with my friends when I feel like they're being like when they're trying to push me or test me, I'm like, fuck out of here. You got the wrong yeah. bitch. This bitch. Yeah. Um, I love that. So we threw, we threw this one on here because for anybody who's ever traveled to Brooklyn, um, it's literally quite literally on the sign. It's forget yeah. about it. Forget and about it. That is more of a term that I feel like our dads use or like our dad's generation use because my dad says it all of the time. Like he'll be like, he'll be like, oh my god, a Manhattan special, like with this, oh, forget about it. So good. Yeah, it's definitely something of the older generation. I think when people think of New York and, and Brooklyn in movies, they think of forget about it. But it's so cute to see it on the sign. And oh my God, I haven't seen that sign in forever. When you're driving, what is it? Off the, it's off the Verrazano in, on the Belt Parkway, right? It says, mm-hmm. welcome to Brooklyn. Forget it. Or, le- or is it le- the leaving Brooklyn sign? You're leaving Brooklyn. Welcome to leaving Brooklyn. Leaving Brooklyn. How sweet it is. That's so cute. And I love that sign too. That says how sweet it is. Um, and it is. Um, but yeah, when you're leaving Brooklyn, it says forget about it. It does. Did, oh, so yeah. 
I, I would say that this is something maybe our, our dads typically will use and that it is such a big part of like Brooklyn's history. So we obviously had to throw it in here. But I mean, I might say it if I'm talking to my dad to like mock him. But I've never yeah. like really used it in conversation with someone to be like, forget about it. Yeah, Unless it's, I'm really it's telling usually- them to like forget about it. Like, never mind. <laughs> like, please forget about it. Please, ma'am, forget about it. <laughs> ma'am. <laughs> ma'am uh i think i've actually explained this one before break your neck mind your neck i think i explained it in one of the previous episodes of just like you did yeah if someone tells you to mind your neck or if someone references like why like why you breaking your neck right now yeah it's essentially a way of saying like like again when you're eavesdropping or trying to be nosy with someone you have to like like in your sitting in place. So you're trying to be discreet and you like move your neck over, right? So you're breaking your neck to hear it. Like you're bending over backwards. You're doing like, again, you're doing the most. Um, so if someone tells you to mind your neck, they're telling you to mind your business. And if they're saying you're breaking your neck, it's like you're doing the most. Right. So do less. Um, do less. <laughs> do less. Um, and that's kind of, so I'll do this one too, because very similarly, since it involves your neck, this is, I don't know if you grew up with this one, but uh, Save My Gill was like one of the biggest like insults or like things I heard just like casually thrown around in like the schoolyard, like especially like by my older brother and his friends. And essentially, do you know, do you know what this is? I was going to say, I actually don't know this one, which is insane. gill is essentially you would take your three fingers like your pointer your middle and your ring finger this sounds like it's going to be sexual no 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 not sexual it's actually very aggressive in terms of like assaulting someone um but not really so you would take your three fingers and you would hold them like really really tightly together and you would essentially like take someone's neck and like like scrape the back of it if they said oh Like, yeah, like basically like burn the back of their neck or like cause like such friction that you're like hurting them. And if if after they said something really, really stupid, right? So if they say, if someone screams out my gill, they're basically saying, now you have to like, now like you're going to get got or like not get got, but like now, now you have to be abused for what dumb shit you just said. This this sounds like something guys would do for sure. And if they said, save my gill, they're basically st- like warning you, like, bro, whatever you're saying, you're going down a really dumb path right now. Let me stop you and save my gill. Like, don't make me abuse you in front of all these people is essentially. That is insane. I never heard that one before. Yeah. My brother and his friends used to do it all of the time. And that's not just, I, I like confirmed with a few other people and they all were like, yeah, no, I've heard that before. So I, I made sure of it and I Googled it. I fact checked it for you all. We don't, I don't, we don't lead you astray. Um, (laughs) but yeah. Cool. I like that. I mean, I don't, I don't like giving somebody a neck burn for no reason, but. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Let me see what I, we're coming toward the end. So I want to get one that like, I feel like I used a lot. I want to go with buggin because I, I feel like that was something, especially like, coming back to like the three of us like geez Kristen congrats you're featured a lot in this I feel like (laughs) something Kristen used to say a lot which then I picked up immediately 
which was like bugging is just like your is just another way to say like you're insane like yeah, it's just you're bugging. you're bugging that's not a thing like you're mm-hmm. bugging we're not going to pacha again for the third weekend in a row <laughs> oh my god pacha taking me back um I would, also say, I would also say either oh there's i use i feel like i use so many of these still like um good looks i use that all the time like basically it's like good yeah. looking out like thanks for looking out for me so like i'll say it to people like oh we're good looks like thanks so much um or there's a cop we, on the corner maybe you don't want to go over there good looks yeah like oh yeah like he's handing out tickets oh word thanks good looks um i would say like facts super facts like i throw that shit out all the time like when someone says something that you just like agree with or like yeah. you just feel like the utmost truth you just say like yo facts um same with real talk right like yeah real talk. or like but here's the thing about real talk people usually preface what they're about to say like the sentence with it like it's like yo real talk like now like it's basically they're preparing you for like what they're about to say it's like prepare yourself this is serious real talk like i'm about to spit truth i'm about to say real knowledge um and mm, i would say hard body i still say quite a bit i don't want to like fuck up the actual like meaning um (laughs) i love that i can't um so there's like like oh my god this is actually probably the hardest one for me to define but i say it all the time like like when again when someone's like going ham like yo bro like you're going like hard body right now like (laughs) it's it's very similar um we use like a lot of terms now i think about it to be like you're doing the fucking most um but yeah any others i mean i mean there's like it's it's interesting because i feel like like you mentioned like a lot of these are like are exclamatory type of phrases or like phrases to put emphasis because i feel like people from new york when they feel something about something they Mm -hmm. really feel it so like it's just like a lot of words to show like it's not just enough to feel a way about something like we feel such a way about things that we've created our own vernacular to emphasize that feeling even more um which is i think think, common one thing i love that you you mentioned is i also say this one a lot too actually guap slash cheese like a way of saying money like a word that's guap like you're getting that guap you're getting that money you're getting that cheese um but one thing I love that you mentioned is that New Yorkers, we love ending sentences and prepositions. Oh my God. Wait, did I, did I use that correctly? Cause I said that, and this used to be part of my standup where I said that. And then I'm like, wait, I should double check what a preposition is to make sure I'm using the correct term. What I mean. And what I mean by that is uh, usually, and it's a preposition and we're asking a question, right? Like, like I catch myself doing it when I'm at home, when I'm like talking to my mom or my dad. I'm like, why do you got to do that for like <laughs> for, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, you're, you are correct. That is what a preposition is. Um, Great. Yeah. I love I've that. I also, I also think that, yeah, so th- there are a few others, but one of the things I think you wrap, like you, you said so nicely is that we're just very expressive people, right? Like the way we, from the way New Yorkers are like, we need to like place an emphasis and, and like, quote unquote, do the most and in everything, including the way we speak to each other, or emphasize things. Um, but I will say this, my accent to this day, I get made fun of because 
naturally growing up in Brooklyn, there's like certain words that I could never actually actually say because I just think I never properly heard it being said around me. So yeah. even when I hear other people say it, it's just not how my brain is conditioned to think. And the biggest one is draw. Oh, dude. Okay. So my girlfriend makes fun of me for that all the time. Like she stops me in the middle of the sentence, Same. but I'm like, where she's like, where's that scissor? And I was like, it's in the top drawer. And like, I can't help it. Like my brain will just do it. And I, I, it's not even like a second thought. Like, first of all, quite honestly, I think that makes more sense than drawer. What the fuck kind yeah. of word is that? Though I will say yeah. it has never been my friend when I've been trying to spell it. Um, and anytime, <laughs> anytime I write it out, I have to go back and check to make sure I didn't write the word draw, uh, because <laughs> to my brain, they're the same thing. Yeah. It doesn't help us when we're talking about someone who literally draws something versus like something that was drawn versus like an actual, like, like a draw, like, yeah. Anytime someone corrects me, I'm like, drawer. Like, it just sounds draw. weird to me. Like, I can't do it so yeah draw coffee Coffee. I'll never say I will never say coffee coffee like it's coffee like coffee coffee. like like they like I don't know it's I can't it that will never be correct to me and um I've actually gotten better at this one in the last couple of years but it did take me a long time is ask oh yeah New Yorkers say x like ask you a question and uh one of my friends actually you know, shout out to one of my first friends in at St. Um, at St. John's when I went to college was uh, he would be like, it's asked, like you're missing the sound. And so ever since then, I literally had to trade myself on the sound. And I will say my say to like asked and I will play it out. So I've gotten actually better at that one. I will say I never, that was one I never did. I think I always said ask, but it's hard mm-hmm. to like go back and think now, but uh, I would always say, "Can I get a sandwich?" <laughs> that was one. Like even like I don't even I haven't even said that out loud in a while, and now I'm like overthinking it. So I'm like, that's definitely one that's on there. Is like sandwich. I don't Do know why. Maybe because the what? Do you add the s's to words like make it multiple for no reason? Oh, you mean how like some people say, "Use guys need to move." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like you all need to get out of here. (laughs) Like how I said before, like you gotta go get your scratchies. Like I could just scratch off. Like it's it's just we add S's, we pluralize things when we don't really need to. I Um, don't I don't think I do that um any at least anymore. Scratchies is really cute though. (laughs) Yeah, like a lot or like gelatos. Like I gotta go play lottos. No, like, like, that's like play funny. There's, uh, what's that comedian, Eric D'Alessandro? He, oh, he, he's got a whole bit about that, that New Yorkers all, do that. You all need to go right now, follow this man on Instagram, his stand up. He's from Staten Island and he is, he's, amazing. he's one of my, he's probably one of my favorites. I actually learned that recently my two favorite New Yorkers, I real, I mean, I, I knew it, but I realized they're from New York. I I want to ask you something because you just mentioned it. You you said y'all need to now. I started working that into my vocabulary. I think more just to be like all like gender inclusive. Just mm-hmm. when I'm talking to people in general, like I think that's a great because the New York default and like again, this is something that I have like tried to make a conscious effort to change. Just of 
the t- because of the type of people I'm, you know, trying to be, uh, you know, I, I surround myself with too, but the default has always been to say you guys, like yep. regardless of who you're talking to, it's like, you guys want to go to blah, blah, blah. But, yep. and, and so at my old job, I had a client that was originally from New York. And, uh, you know, when I was working with them, they're just like, I didn't think you were from New York. You say y'all a lot. And like, first of all, again, I worked that in because to be more inclusive, but also because, you know, at the company I worked for before, I had a lot of clients, uh, from the Southern part of the country. And they just think you sound a little bit more polite when you say y'all. But mm-hmm. I would argue that New Yorkers say y'all. Like, yeah. I think, I, I I feel like that's really common in New York. Like, I know a lot of people probably don't think that. And maybe it's not as common as you guys, but I've heard plenty of people say y'all in New York. Yeah, I don't think it's as, it's not. It's definitely not as common as like, you know, like Texas or something like that. But I've definitely right. heard people in New York say y'all. I also think um, I, for the very same reason, have started in like, a long time ago, probably like probably around when I started grad school, uh, I started incorporating it because it is more gender inclusive and it is just more inclusive to who you're talking to, right? You all, New Yorkers also just say use a lot, right? Like you all, like we, we will say that a lot, but yeah, you guys, I used to get yelled at all the time in my program because they'd be like, uh, you're in more company than just men or you're in more company than just guys. So it just became slowly something and this is how I say to people I'm like look if I could have fucking unlearned how to say guys you all can like learn to just be more inclusive of other people in your language too also I this is really like a little bit of a side tangent but I came from the city that it's like if you see something you need to say like you need to say something like that is literally because New Yorkers mind their fucking business right if I had to (laughs) learn how to be a good active bystander in situations of harm, this is what I tell my students, you can fucking do the same. Because I was quite literally conditioned on three rules, and one of them was mind your fucking business. Yeah. So if I can actively unconditional or con- condition myself to relearn or unlearn and then relearn that, you all can fucking do the same. You can, yeah. you can not be a dick and be a little bit nicer to people. Yeah, I think it's just that mostly. But yeah, I, I definitely catch myself like I, I've gotten a lot better. But I, I definitely try to catch myself sometimes when I say you guys. And again, yeah, it's just that kind of thing. I think New Yorkers, if the ones that say that still say use, you know, a lot of people will think that sounds like ignorant. But you know, that's actually very inclusive, like use, you know, if you're just not including the guys at the end, like technically, like you, that's including everybody. Um sure. So, yeah, so it was just interesting. Uh, I definitely say it a lot still, but it was it's just a thing. It's like, that's just how we are addressing, like, I don't know, it's like how I call you dude. I call a lot of people that. But that being said, whatever people want to be called, I will always call them what they, you know, what whatever they prefer because yeah, it's otherwise it's like, you know, what the fuck is wrong with you? Um, just yeah. fucking be nice. Fucking it be nice. Yeah. Takes nothing away from you to be a little kinder to somebody else. Yeah. And I would say a lot of people think that New Yorkers are mean, but we're not mean. We're actually very, very nice. We just have places to go. Um, Yeah. And we just don't have time. But like I've I can like write a laundry list if I really sat down and thought about it. How many times like strangers in New York have like been have been like so helpful to me. Like when I needed it. 
Um, way way more know. than any other place I've lived, absolutely. For sure. I also and think I, it's... Oh, yeah, no, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> I was just going to say, because, like, I always used to say, like, I never really was afraid, like, walking around Manhattan, like, late at night or whatever, because there was always people around. No matter where you go in New York, there's always people around. Like, yeah. and I just, like, you know, yeah, there could be a, some, like, weird fucking dude being, like, aggressive or whatever, but... There's, I'm never like, you know, like, uh, maybe it was just the time we were growing up in New York, but like, I always used to say like, I'm more afraid when I have to like walk around a, like a suburban area by myself. Like that is more scary to me than walking around New York city at like two in the morning. Yeah. Same. I, I would agree with that. I also think I hate when people say New Yorkers are mean. I actually, I, it was probably in the New York Times. Now I'm thinking about it, but I, I once great like I read a great opinion piece of like why we need to stop saying about that about that uh, why we need to stop saying that about New Yorkers. And the reason is is because like we would never go to another country or another culture and ask them to adapt to our needs, right? Like there are certain standards and status quo that you know we should adapt, especially if a you know a religion is followed a little bit more or a culture, a specific like ethnic culture is followed a little bit more. You as the visitor should be adapting to their culture because that is that is how you respect their culture. So why don't we do the same thing in New York, right? Why don't we understand that New Yorkers are not being mean. This is just our culture. We have places to go. We have things to do. Me stopping to help you might mean that I miss my train. And I don't know that the next one's going to be there necessarily in the next three minutes because the MTA ain't fucking reliable. Okay. So then that means that's going to now delay my trip an extra 30 minutes, an extra 50 minutes. And now maybe I miss work or maybe I can't get home. You know what I mean? Like everything has like a, a chain of effects or a chain of, yeah, a chain of effects in New York that you know, we, everything for us is a matter of go, 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 because we can't stop because we don't necessarily, like it, it costs us money or it costs us time that we don't get back. Right. And that's not fair. So you fucking be sensitive to our culture. I love it. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I think that's a great note to go out on this week. Uh, right. Yeah. Once again, if uh, y'all have any questions, comments, or concerns, we have our Gmail account. We might have an Instagram soon. We think that might be oh. the way to go. Um, yep, yep. So we'll, that'll definitely be out there. Once that's out there, you can definitely follow us on Instagram as well. TBD. Please do. Please um, do. We'll, edit, we'll edit in the, the episode notes along with the zucchini pie recipe. That's and the disclosure right. to our parents. And it was um, only that one little bit at the beginning of I think my dad can close his ears for a minute. And... There might be some more. Sorry, dad. Um, but okay. Thanks so much for listening. Cola, this was fun. Let's do it again next week. Hell yeah. <laughs>